Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Yes, welcome to Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And here we are for yet another episode. Yay! Yeah, I don't know if I can say yay today though. It's it's been a little rough. You make me sad. Oh, well, I make me sad too. But hey, you it's know what happens. It's not that bad. It's it's not as bad as all that. I don't know. I've, I, you have your sad face on. No, I have my I'm fucking exhausted face on. <laughs> That's the face I'm wearing today. Well, I. I Stand by what I said. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, huh? Okay. I don't know if I can agree with you on that one, but we'll see. Tomorrow we'll tell all. That is very true. And we got a busy day tomorrow, too. It's yeah. Gonna, it's and my be knees are freaking killing me. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I know. It's it's going to be a new and interesting way to record the episode. <laughs> We're standing instead of sitting, which it normally would be totally fine. Yeah. Today, I've we've climbed the stairs in the last 24 hours. 100 150 times uh that maybe that's all you've done oh <laughs> shut up <laughs> no with the amount of the um the heavy stuff that i've hucked up and down the stairs the, between the different i don't know the cartons and the crates and the containers yeah it's it's been it's been a little rough laundry baskets uh-huh beds beds the whole nine yeah Ezra's so, bed. little behind mm-hmm. the scenes here because i know people are probably wondering why the fuck we're yep. just wandering on and on and on mm-hmm. but we decided not just to like, we, you know, when you live in a place for a while, you've been there for a little bit and all of a sudden you're like, you know, this, this format's not quite working for me. It's not quite doing what I want to do. So you, you switch it up a little bit. You make it work better for you. We've done this multiple times in this place already. Not yeah, to this extent. Not to this extent. Because we went from 
you and I and the studio on the two rooms on the upper level. Yes. And the kids on the lower level to completely reversing that. The kids are um, all on the upper level and our studio and our bedroom is now on the bottom floor. Yes. And part of that was because I've been noticing as I've and also have had feedback from people that. Sorry, as things have gone on here, that there's a little bit of an echo that happens in the background. I picked up on a couple of the episodes I listened to as well. Um, and basically, that's because the room we were in was just cavernous. It was mm-hmm. like a giant big cave. Mm-hmm. So we... And it, it, I apologize, it might be worse in this room because we haven't had a chance to put up all the sound deadening stuff that we are eventually going to be yes. doing in this room because literally this all happened today. Yes. So we ended up switching the studio around. And when we did that, because it's a smaller room and because we've also noticed that in the background of our podcast before, you've had a little bit of the chair clicks. and My my office chair is a little... It's a secondhand gem. Um, but every time I sit up or even reposition my weight, you know how you'll like get up and put a foot under you or whatever? Every time I do that, it goes... Bop, 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 bop. Like, it makes this like... Well, that's a really, yeah. really low-key version of it. But it makes a really ka-chunk, ka-chunk kind of sound. Yes, it does. And then also, not only did it do that, but it also, when it did that chunk, it would make this loud noise in the floor, which is I think is actually what woke Trent up a couple times. Yeah. So, it's... Obviously, there's been there's been issues with it as far as the overall setup. I mean, we needed to redo a few things. So, we moved to a standing format in this smaller room. Which is actually going to be great, I think, in the long run. It's going to help out. I can see you better. I'm a lot more yeah. lively when I stand yeah. up. <laughs> Problem is, is that after moving as much shit as we've moved, I'm not as lively. Standing is not exactly the position we want to oh, be in right and now. Man, like just oh my knees, like I, my it's because my quads where the stairs are like like freaking rubber bands, like they're mm. just like stretched to the max. So I'm like I sound all like sportsy. <laughs> When I say that. <laughs> my glutes, man. My quads, my glutes are stretched to the max. No, it's because I don't use my glutes enough. I use my quads. That's what the trainer said. We'll start using that glute more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, so what... No, go. No, go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just going to ask you what you wanted to talk about from this week because it was jam-packed uh, full of wonderful goodness. Hmm. You by wonderful goodness, you mean you were I, gone. Yes, that part wasn't so bad. <laughs> I know. Uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just schedule more trips out of town. Then here we go. No, I am um, the company I work for. We have a vendor of ours. That's a they're a worldwide net company, and what they do once a year, or actually sometimes twice a year, is they put on a huge conference for all their distributors, and it's training, and it gives you. Oh, geez. I see there's training. They give you new information, new product updates. Um, sometimes they throw you a curveball like they did this one where they like steer the ship. They're like, oh, we were going this way, but now we're going to go this way again. It's like, but you were going that way before and you steered it this way. Now you're steering it back to that. But whatever. That's, that's more you know more than what needs to be said in this podcast. Um, but in general... It's, I'm enthralled. Tell me more. Yes. <laughs> oh, the joys of work. But this particular... They have, you know, being worldwide, they have their national headquarters up in Washington and then they have the factory where they build all their product in uh, South Carolina. And I've never been down to the South before. I've been to the East Coast and I've been all up throughout the Northwest, but never to the South. Little pro tip for anybody who is traveling. Do, and I think actually Mr. Tomorrow brought this up on the Mediocre Show as well too. Don't let somebody else book your, book your flights, schedule your rental car, so on and so forth. Um, because it doesn't always work the way you would hope that it would work. And it, it didn't. 
<coughs> the the flight um, the person that booked it used Orbitz. Mm-hmm. Orbitz found us. They did find us the cheapest fare. I'm yeah. fucking certain of that because I'm f- surprised this fucking plane could even fly. Uh, it was on Frontier Airlines, and. We Just flew. so you know, we're name dropping on purpose because we want nobody to fly them. Yes, not at all. I, I mean, I bitched them out. And, and yeah, long story. Look at my Twitter feed, my Facebook feed, if you want to see how pissed I was over the past couple of days. <laughs> so there's that. But anyways, so we had the, the um, we booked it and I've flown Frontier once before and I vowed never to fly them again. <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> and there I was. So now I'm, just, I'm vowing never to fly them again and not allow anybody else to actually book my travel. But Basically, they, for whatever reason, they're an airline that's hubbed. Their hub is in Denver. That's their home base. Every flight that you take, doesn't matter where you're going, you could be going from Portland to Seattle. They'll fucking th- throw you into Denver just because. Just because mm-hmm. they can. That's just the way they do it. But for being an airline that is hubbed in Denver, snow, ice, these kind of normal inclement weather things that happen in you know Colorado, especially where they're at, seem to really freak them the fuck out because they can't figure it out. It, it, I don't think it was the fact it happened. I think it was the timing. Because no matter what, the snowstorm this late in the year was a little weird. I don't care. You are a city that deals <laughs> with snow and ice on the regular. And, and you are a company that operates in said city. You should have these things figured out. And, you know, between the nine-hour delay they gave me the first time I flew them, it told me, you know, I, never mind, fuck that, I'll never fly them again, to arrive and here's the fucked up part the the plane the, when we landed in denver we found out our our flight to south Korea, or actually to atlanta georgia was delayed by three hours but it wasn't delayed taking off from the airport it was delayed coming into the airport from wherever it was coming from i was looking at the weather reports elsewhere in the country everything was pretty fucking kosher it was only denver that was really having you know this random snowstorm in may so once again what the fuck all right now they've also this company now makes Greyhound look like, you know, they provide <laughs> just stellar service. They make Southwest look like first class, you know, business, private jet shit. They charge for everything. You want to take a bag on you? Do you want to pack clothes on your trip and take them with you? We got to charge for that. $25 to check luggage. Mm-hmm. You don't even get one free bag. Mm-hmm. It's 25 bucks to I've check luggage. I've seen commercials for them that are kind of based around the fact that they don't charge for it. They, or they do charge for everything so that if you don't need it, you're not getting charged for it kind of thing. Yeah, but the only time that would ever be useful is for somebody who would need to fly from like Portland I... to Seattle for a day and then come back again. Problem is, you're still going to hub through Denver. So you might get stuck in Denver and have to stay overnight. But guess what? Because you didn't quote unquote need it, you didn't bring it, you ain't got no fucking clothes now to actually you know stay the night in Denver. Buck ninety nine for one of those little miniature ass cups. Not even a can, but a cup with like a quarter of a can of soda in it. You want soda? It's a dollar ninety nine. You want peanuts? They're a buck ninety nine. You want pretzels? Oh yeah, it's a buck ninety nine. You you know those little size like 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 a, a, an eighth of an ounce packages? Buck ninety nine. So everything's a charge. You want to carry luggage onto the plane with you, or even just a bag that's outside of like the norm? That's fifty bucks. Yeah. You can bring a personal item, quote unquote, but if you have anything larger than a backpack, which I didn't, they automatically, they're just, boom, they ding it for it. So, the, you know, they try to pride themselves on how cheap they are, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're a normal traveler, but if you're a normal traveler, by the time you, te- yeah, you're racking all the fees and everything else, you're not going to get, you're not going to see those cost savings. Not to mention the fact they can't figure out how to fucking fly in Denver when snow's happening. <laughs> it's just impossible for them to do so. All right. So the return. I'll remember. Yes. No frontier. 
Anyways, the reason I'm so pissed off is because on the return trip, they delayed the flight going into Denver. And when they delayed it, actually they delayed the departure from Atlanta to Denver. And so I only have like 20 minutes to make the connecting flight. Would have been able to make it just fine had I actually been there, so on and so forth. But then when I was looking at this, it was like, okay, I'm not going to make it now because by the time I land, the other plane's five minutes past departure time, so they're already up in the air moving along. <coughs> Pardon me. So I go to check in at first, and I get there early because I had to drop off my coworker at the airport because he had to fly out to somewhere else for next week's business trip. And so he flew out. He had to be there by 1 to fly out by 3. I'm not flying out till almost 8 o'clock uh, Atlanta time. But I'm at the airport, you know, early. So I ended up doing, I dropped him off, went to care of the rental car. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I went and tootled around Atlanta for a little bit. Then I went and took care of the rental car. So by the time I got back to the airport, it was like 315, 340, 30, 345, somewhere in there. I go to try um, to check in and my boarding pass. And I get up there and she's like, okay. I'm like, here, I need to check my luggage. She's like, I can't take your luggage right now. We're not allowed to take, check, we're not allowed to check bags less than 45 minutes prior to flight. I'm like, well, that's wonderful for you. That's I'm really glad you guys have that uh, particular rule in effect, but it doesn't affect it doesn't apply to me. And she just kind of cocked her head to the side and stared at me blankly. I'm like, you haven't even looked up my flight yet. I don't fly out till seven forty-five or whatever it was tonight. I got plenty of time. She's like, oh well, in that case, I can't help you either. What? She's like, well, it's not four thirty yet. I'm like, you're right. It's not 4.30. What the fuck does that have to do with the price of beans? Because I have... Okay. She said, well, I can't help you till 4.30 because it's so many hours prior to your departure. Okay, so you can't take luggage too close to departure or too far away. Is there anything you can do? She's like, well, I can help you at 4.30. Okay, I'll be back. Now, all these things I'm adding to it now, this is more like my internal dialogue. Uh-huh. I was actually being very pleasant with her because I try not to get... The extra special treatment at the airport. I have a hard enough time walking through <laughs> looking the way that I do anyways without getting, you know, plus with some of the equipment I carry with me. I, I tend to look like, you know, well, what's this? It's, it's, it's a pretty fancy looking, you know, handheld or a laptop. I could probably set off a bomb. We're going to make sure we cotton swab your asshole and, you know, sniff it to see what you ever did last night. So I, I really do my best to not draw extra attention, draw to, extra attention to myself because I don't want to get the extra special treatment because I it's just, yeah, not fun. And I... You were already getting a little upset at this point, and I start like mentally racking it up. How bad is it going to get? <laughs> well, I I went and did the smart thing. Okay, I can't do anything about this right now. I got an hour to kill, so I went to this the Atlanta Chop House and Brewery, thinking, "Fucking great! I'll sit here. I'll have a couple of decent beers. It's a brewery. It's quote, a brewery. Quote, yeah, right. Yeah. So, sat up at the counter. It's got these people are like ritzy. They're dressed up in like slacks and these they have their shirts. I mean, it was just like one of those fancier looking restaurants. You know, obviously it's a chop house and, and brewery. It's a brewery. Yeah. Well, it, if I wanted Michelob, oh, God. Bud, Bud Light, Yingling, which I do like, that was yeah. a good one. They didn't have any beer from their own quote unquote brewery. I don't know what brewery they supposedly are because they didn't brew any of their own mm-hmm. fucking beer. At this point, I'm really starting to miss Portland. You know, I was like, God damn, I just want to get home. So I ordered. I the... just want a brewery that serves their own beer. Exactly. <laughs> I'm from Portland. I just want my own microbrews. <laughs> so 
I have a couple of the Yinglings, and you know, and, and I enjoy those. I enjoy the shit yeah. out of those. I just snuggled back in my luggage the last time I flew to the East Coast. <laughs> Didn't get a chance to do that this time, but that's another story. Um, finish up, pay for my pay for my uh, my two beers, tip the waitress, head on out, use the restroom real quick, go up to the front to go check my bags. It's like four thirty-two at this point, and there's a line. Of course, there is. Like so, obviously, this four thirty rule. It's published somewhere, I guess, because everybody else seemed to know about it. I sure as fuck didn't. So, Sorry. I wait in the line, and I wait in the line, and there's two there's two ticket counter agents, and you seen Forrest Gump, right? Yeah. Okay, Bubba, he was working the ticket counter. I was fully expecting him to be like, you know, we got shrimp gumbo, shrimp fettuccine, shrimp blah, 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 because he would just sit there and stare at the screen and then he'd like do this thing where he'd like tweak his eyes and blink him really fast a couple of times and then he'd like rub him and scratch his head and just and, and I and I hate to say this but that stereotypical bottom lip flop thing that some they you know I can't even do it um, and just kind of looks at the computer then has to ask the lady for help so he's constantly interrupting her while he's trying to do these things and she's having to stop what she's doing to help them so effectively they have a quarter of an agent working there because she can't be a full agent on her own because mm-hmm. she's constantly having to stop and help him so Bubba couldn't take care of anything and this line's racking up then all of a sudden he gets the bright idea to announce hey look if you've already checked in online which I did mm-hmm. and you just need a printed boarding pass which is all I needed mm-hmm. and to drop off a bag that was all me mm-hmm. my ding check one check two check I, I hit all, all three of them that's me hey He's like, just go back to the kiosk that you passed on the way in, mm-hmm. scan, you know, enter your code or scan or whatever, and it'll help you out. Like, all right. So I step out of line that I just waited like 15 minutes in, and I was the next person in line to get no. up to the counter. Yeah. You were the next person, next. and you got out of line? Because he said, that all I need to do is go to fucking pay and print off this ticket, which I do at Southwest all the time, and yeah. it works just fine. And I can hand out my bags and be on my way right away. It's going to take me 30 seconds to print this out. Or I could sit here and stare at Bubblegum for the next 45 minutes while he's, you know, pawing at the computer and, and just... So I walk over, enter my code. It thinks and thinks and thinks. And by about the 10-second mark, I'm like, okay, I know how this is going to go. I'm either not found in the database or something's wrong. All of a sudden, this big old error screen pops up. Sorry, we can't help you with your flight. You need to see a, a gate agent. Okay... Now, I had noticed somebody else trying to do something different, but they're still having problems with this kiosk. I'm like, maybe it's a bad kiosk. Please, cross my fingers. Step on over to the next one. Type in my code. Wait, and wait, and wait, and wait, and wait some more. Boom. We're sorry. We can't help you out. I go to try to step back to my place in line, because I was up there, and I was going to talk to the lady, but hey, look, I was already here. And she's like, sir, back in the line. I'm like, fucking back in the line? I was here for, like, you know, I, was, I was, what? No. So I step to the back of the line, and I wait. And watches Bubba and her friend, his friend, you know, slowly but surely churn their way through everybody and churn and churn and churn. I finally get up there and she's like, hello. I'm like, hi. She's like, I help you? I'm like, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so I give her my information. She's like, where are you flying to, sir, from Portland? She goes, oh. I'm like, oh, what? She's like, your flight's been delayed. I'm like, okay. She's like, you're going to need to talk to somebody about getting, possibly reconnecting with a new flight for your connecting flight. All right. Well, what can we do about that? Oh, I can't help you with that. The fuck you can't. Yeah. And then here, I'm looking at my internal monologue. I'm just. I, I feel like I'm that scene from Tommy Boy. I'm like, what do you mean you can't help me? So I'm. I'm just sitting there like, okay. 
who do I need to speak to? Is there, I mean, you two are the only people here. You're working for Frontier. She's like, well, you got you to gotta go through security, get to your gate. The gate agent will help you out. The proverbial pass the buck. Well, yeah, exactly. And I'm, and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm trying to put two and two together. I'm like, okay, so basically, you're telling me I got to wait through security, got to get to the gate agent, and then possibly end up having to either go back to a hotel and stay there the night in Atlanta and connect in through a different set of flights tomorrow, or, okay, whatever. So I do my whole thing. Go get the security line. I never thought I'd say this, but Portland International actually has a pretty decent setup as far as security goes. <laughs> Atlanta, not so much. So get through security after, and it took me like almost an hour to get through that. And yeah. it, it wasn't a very long line. There was, I mean, literally the size line that it was would normally take about five to ten minutes of PDX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have three <laughs> scanners. Mm. For all these people. Now, I'm, I should say three active scanners. Mm-hmm. There's a whole slew. It's like going to the DMV here in Oregon. Yeah. There's like 20 computers. Only three of them are online right now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about your luck there. <laughs> You've got 20 windows and four people working them. Yeah. And it's, then there's this guy, this fucktard behind me in line. <sighs> the deep sire. <clears throat> the guy that thinks that... By showing his aggravation. <laughs> I can't. <sighs> and after like the 15th, oh, I just want to turn around and deck the motherfucker. He's, he's having, I mean, and I look back and I, he's like looking around and just staring at everybody. Like he's like, it's, it, I'm like, he's got to be going to Portland too. Cause this is total passive aggressive fucking bullshit. <laughs> Not willing to open your mouth and say anything. You're just gonna sit there and go, Oh, the entire time and it show your displeasure about how hard you can breathe and how emphatically you can sigh. So I'm on Facebook at this point, venting a little bit. I'm like, obviously the fuckhead, blah, 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 and I'm going off about this. Finally make my way up through the security line, and my dumbass, I, I had brought a special pair of shoes that I bring with me that are super easy to lace up, take on and off, and I always wear them when I fly. Got all sidetracked between because we had a busy morning with, me, with another vendor and squeezed them so in. So you were wearing your... My boots. My Your Doc, Doc Martin my boots with like 28 lace. That I got, oh got unlaced all the way down. Uh, so I realized this as, we, as I'm stepping up to the, uh, to the thing. But like a fucking boss, I get up there. I'm like, laptop out. Things in there. Blah, blah, boom. And I, like, they just slip right off. Like I'm off in like no time. Less time than the lady in front of me who had like two things <laughs> to put into the, there. Get all on the counter. Slide it through. They, don't, they, they didn't put me through the ball cancer machine. So that was a plus. It was just a standard beep. And I didn't get beep. So... And once again, I'm, I'm kind of confused here because at Portland, you step through the beep thing and you stop at the little footprint pad afterwards and you wait and they do this and they do the little hand motion thing and mm-hmm. they, you come on through. So I walk through, hit the, and it doesn't beep me. I stop and I'm looking at her and she's like, you need to move, sir. I know. <laughs> I was just, nor- normally, they, she's like, no, you just need to move. I'm like, fuck, okay, sorry. <laughs> and that's why I, I shoot on past her. Like, I, it was my bad for stopping there. I'm like, okay. Normally, at most airports, it's going to look like I'm charging you if I just keep on walking. You're going to be like, stop, fuck, blah, blah. But no, not at Atlanta. Mm-mm. Ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that in Atlanta. Just just keep on fucking moving. We're going to make you stop there. I, that's, a, that's a whole lot of like, two extra calories I burn by doing the little hand motion thing here. I'm not going to fucking do that. Um, so I step back through, get all my shit, go find a bench, sit down, put my boots back on, lace everything back up, make my way back to my gate, look for a gate agent. No gate agent. No gate agent. I'm like, all right. So I hang out for a little bit. Hang out for a little bit more. Hang out for a little bit more. Still no gate agent. I'm like, okay, this is fucking bullshit. <clears throat> so I, I remember I passed by a Five Guys fries. So I go down to Five Guys, get a burger, eat that, come back up there. 
by the time I I, I, I I sit down, I finish my burger, still no gain agent, eat my fries, still no gain agent. I'm greasy as fuck now at this point, not thinking, once again, I wasn't thinking, but I'm like, I had five guys, and, and so I've got, you know, five guys all over my hands. So I'm like, you okay. got five guys all over Yes, your exactly. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll look, and no one's there, and there's no gain agent, nobody's in line. I run to the bathroom real quick, get the greasy off my hands, and come back out, walk around the corner, boom. It was like seven guys in line. She's out there. It's one person helping. And I, now you have another line. And I kid you not, 45 minutes, 45 minutes on this first guy. On one guy? One guy. Oh, my God. She kept leaving the desk to go back in the little office and come back out. And then she said, I'm sorry, sir. Hold on a second. She'd go back in there again, come back out. And by this point, people are getting antsy. And I'm like, what, is there somebody else that's going to come assist you? Because supposedly there's connecting flights that aren't going to connect anymore, and you're just going to be rescheduling them. And at this point, the plane from here that's supposed to get me to Denver is going to take off before I even get a chance to speak to you. Oh, yes, sir. Somebody's on their way. Somebody's on their way, sir. Then, like, Moesha walks in later. And once again, I, I, I say that to not be stereotypical, but just that kind of quintessential, you know, just kind of... person the lady female of a certain descent that has just kind of that attitude the really long nails and, and the hair hair it was like weaved like down to her ass and just kind of whole and she looks at the line like her eyes bug out she's like damn and then she walks in the office <laughs> i'm like yeah damn that's right it's a fucking huge ass line get your fucking ass over here and do your fucking job you have one fucking job come fucking do it you know and i'm just like what the fuck damn doesn't do anything for us and so she's in there for like five minutes and then finally she moseys out and comes out and starts helping people. And at this point, the 45-minute dude, whatever his problem was, finally got rectified. And she works through a couple other. And I step up to the thing. I'm like, she's like, how can I help you? I'm like, well, I told you, I was told that I needed to possibly come talk to you to uh, talk about a connecting flight. And she's like, yes, where are you flying to? I'm like, Portland. She's like, oh, I'm like, oh, you're the third, oh, I've got today. She's like, well, you're not going to make it. I'm like, okay, we've already fucking established this. I've been told I need to speak to you about re- redoing my flight. What's the next <laughs> flight tonight you can get me out of here on? Well, there isn't another flight tonight. The fuck? I, I don't think I heard you right. Yeah, I'm like, what's the next flight you want to, you know? And she's like, no, there isn't one. <clears throat> I'm like, no, you need to get me on one. And she's like, we can't do that. Um, and I'm like, okay, so, and then there's people behind me. She's like, what about San Diego? He's like, yeah, no, San Diego either. And so then somebody else, then they bring out like their supervisor to come explain to everybody because they think that the reason why we're not actually um, understanding them is because like they're not explaining it right, so their supervisor comes out and says all the same shit they've already said, and I was like, dude, this is no, this is fucked up, and so they're like, well, here's the deal: we would recommend that you fly into Denver and that you reschedule your flight there because they're going to have more options because they are a hub than we do. <laughs> I'm like, right, but today is it's 2014. I know that on your little fancy schmancy computer there, if you type on it, you can look up all the flights and you'd be able to do something from there if you actually tried. I know that's like a really difficult fucking concept for you, but we can do this. Once again, the whole passing the buck. So it was, that didn't work out and the whole nine. So then I get on Twitter and I'm pissed at this point. And I'm just, and I think my exact words were, I'd rather crawl to my destination over a bed of crushed glass than ever fly Frontier Airlines again. I tweeted at them and all of a sudden one of their agents hops back like within five minutes. He's like, and he tweets back at me. Oh, that doesn't sound good. What's ha- what's happening? So I explain the whole thing to him, and he looks up the flight, and I, g- I give him my confirmation code and all that. He looks at the flight up. He's like, "Well, I think he'll make it." 
<laughs> I'm like, well, everybody here has been, and I just kind of, and I, and then he was, we started direct messaging back and forth, and I explained the whole situation to him, and he was very helpful and very nice, or it might have been a she, I never really got a name, but whoever it was, it was helpful, and they're like, well, I'm, I'm sorry that they were so pessimistic here, but I think you're going to be okay. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Um, so he's like, so hit me up on the, when you hit the ground in Denver if you don't make it, so on and so forth. So we fly to Denver, get there, I land. As we're landing or taxiing up to the, the gate, they're like, if you're going to Spokane, if you're going to San Diego, if you're going to some BFE nowhere fucking Montana or this place, they're holding your planes for you. They didn't say anything about Portland or mm-hmm. Seattle. Those are the two flights that people were like, really, there was like a lot of, yeah. get this, there was more on the Portland and Seattle flights than BFE Montana or the other ones, but they were holding those flights. Mm-hmm. But they were going to hold Portland or Seattle because that's just too much effort. Apparently. So... The guy sitting next to me was traveling with his family, and he was one of those good old Southern boys, and he was very sweet, very nice. We had been chatting a little bit while we were on the plane. I leaned over and said, hey, look, I'm going to be honest with you. They didn't announce my flight. I said, I'm going to Portland, and they're saying it's one of the ones I'm going to miss. Like, but I got three kids I'm trying to get home to. I really don't want to spend a night in fucking Denver. <laughs> um, I've just had, it's just been a long week. I've got people I could stay with. i got a hotel I could go to, all that stuff. I just, I just want to be fucking home. And he's like, Okay. As he's like, as soon as we can, he's like, as soon as I can stand up, I'll get stand up, I'll block the line, I'll for you, hop out and go, and I hope you make it. I'm like, thanks, buddy. And, you know, <laughs> and so he did. As soon as he they pop a seatbelt sign, for a big guy, he moved pretty quick. He <laughs> buckled that seatbelt, hopped up. I grabbed my shit, took off, and went off down to the aisle. Hop out. I'm at gate A20. I don't know if you've ever been to Denver. No, I no, I think I've flown from Denver before, but it's been a long. Yeah, so I'm at, anyways, I'm at one gate, and the gate that I need to connect to is across the other end of the concourse that I'm on. It's it's a good 45-second walk, so I'm, I'm sprinting it to make sure we're there. And I happen to be with one other guy. Also, this other guy like, signs, comes up next to me, and he's running, too, carrying all his shit. He's like, you going to Portland? As we're running, I'm like, yes! I'm <laughs> 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 over there, and we see the door's still open. So we're like, sweet! We fly over there. We hand the lady our ticket. She's like, where are you going from? I'm like, Atlanta. She's like, okay, there's one of you left. Get on the plane. Hurry up. They want to get the fuck out of here. I'm like, oh, no problem. So I made it. So obviously, I made it because I'm here. Right. So, but yeah, that was that was my Thursday. Didn't get home until like two thirty. No, it was one. No, one, get, you, I didn't get to sleep okay. till almost two thirty, three o'clock. No, <laughs> I, I keep confusing people, the no, two. No, no, I had to keep telling people because every time you tell the story, you got home later. <laughs> well, I keep confusing the time that I actually fell asleep after getting over all the bullshit, and yeah. So, uh, but anyways, he's lying because he was snoring by one thirty. Yes. No. Yes. But I, that, that took an awful long time, and I and I apologize for that to get all that up. But it it was a, it was not the captain. My week was at work was actually pretty decent, but it wasn't the captain at the end of the week that I wanted. You got something for me? You look here. Should I be on that chat thing? Oh, you're not on it. Well, I don't know how to get on there. You always oh. do it for me. <laughs> Pause, and I will. Uh, I'll be well, there. I'll talk about my yeah, week without you, because uh, pretty much you were gone, and I played with the kids because I didn't have to work, which was awesome. But I did have to obviously take care of the kids i had a couple of things going on and um sorry i'm watching him do this so i know how to do it next time um tempe had to have dental surgery on wednesday which was fairly minor but i have a really great dentist who doesn't try and like force them um to hold still at four years old so they actually like put him to sleep a little bit you know um uh, by the way the mixer you're out oh oh awesome (laughs) Apparently I can't spell. Um, so, good thing I didn't try to log in. Um, <laughs> and you don't know the password. Uh, so, yeah. Tempe, surgery, drugs. 
they say that how you react to drugs when you have dental surgery is how you'll react to regular old, you know, narcotic like street drugs. And therefore, if Tempe ever comes home a whiny little bitch, we'll know she's been doing drugs because that's how she acts. <laughs> Pretty much just cries and tells me how horrible I am and how her head hurts. So I think she's a little bit like me in that respect. Does nothing for her. Um, what else did I do? We went to the park almost every night because the weather in Portland was unrealistically fantastic this week. Um, Monday night, Tuesday night. I think we went Wednesday night as well. Maybe not. No, I didn't. We did. No, we didn't because Tempe was after the surgery. Anyway, so there is a park in our town that's right next to the river that you get all the cool breezes from the river and Tempe was able to do the monkey bars for the first time and insisted that I send you a video. Oh, no, I love the videos. <laughs> it, and, you know, it was great. It made me miss home a little bit, but it was awesome still to get those. And it was really cool to see that, but I was also pissed off because I was missing, missing the, the best uh, weather we've had here in Portland in quite some time. And I had to go down to a uh, Satan swampy asshole and spend that time in Georgia. So that was, that was awesome. What else happened? Anything else exciting or entertaining? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, awesome. <laughs> uh, the kids were actually generally decent. the 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 tooth thing was the biggest thing that we had to contest with all week. Yeah, and went without a hitch. So I can't complain about that. That's good. And Debbie's so proud of. Her. She had to have silver caps put on her teeth. Yeah. Um. Well, two of them. Two of them. Yeah. And so now she's telling everyone she has silver teeth. <laughs> And she's actually quite proud of them, too. So mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. just a good thing. So how's your V? It's awesome. Is it? Mm-hmm. No, you know, you don't have that not so fresh feeling. It's called a shower. <laughs> I tend to do that on a daily, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I ask is because there's this commercial that came on this week that I caught somewhere, and I can't remember what it was at. It's a Summer's Eve commercial. And I, I guess there's really no other way to really describe it other than to you know play it and uh unfortunately i don't have the big tv up in this room yet so you're not gonna be able to see it but at least the audio should help you know kind of get you what the gist of it here so oh i think i lost the contact oh that's not good i rubbed my eye hold on not it's supposed to do back. that you know it's coming back are you sure no no <laughs> i'm blind so uh here we go without further ado let me play this for you here babe Dun, dun. Did you know Summer's Eve cleansing wash is pH balanced and gentler than soap, which makes it perfectly formulated himself. for a woman's V? Huh? Did you know you're using it? Freaks out. Drinks a bunch of eggs, playing drums, cannonball into the pool. Basically, doing a bunch of quote unquote man shit, right? To make up for the fact that he that washed himself on Summer's Eve. That, that, was close. that was close, yeah. That was the uh, the just that commercial. So I'm literally I'm watching this commercial, and literally I was like, I almost, I almost uh, like the piece of food that I was chewing on. I almost just dropped it out of my mouth. I'm like, are you shitting me? Really? In 2014, this is how we're going to advertise a feminine hygiene project. So we're going to show, and of course, it's kind of, it was planned during, like a, it's almost as bad as the men's body wash. Oh, commercial. I agree. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with that, but they play, the reason why I brought it up is because they play these fucking things, you know, like even on, during like t TV time that kids would be watching stuff or during shows that kids would be watching. It's like, so we're teaching our children here to 
the masculinity is you know building shit mowing the grass doing these all this other crap and, and it's blah, bad blah, blah. for a man to have any feminine have traits. any feminine traits and and ladies always need their parts washed with special wash yes yes <laughs> So that was close. I'm just saying, water and regular soap just not good enough. Yeah. Well, that part I don't. That part doesn't necessarily bother me. It was more just the, the, the gist of the thing that you know, it, by somehow by touching this feminine wash, you might actually grow a set of tits yourself and no longer be a man. Your your <laughs> testicles balls, are going to absorb into yeah, your body. <laughs> they're going to go in. You're gonna, you're, your body's going to become an Indian. <laughs> you're no longer going to be a man. It was just a bunch of bullshit, which was also kind of funny because I was. In being in the South, I was in the Bible Belt. I counted more Baptist churches and, and other churches in this four-mile radius than I see probably in all of Portland. I mean, and there was just... And the names were like... like it's like titty bars in Portland. Basically, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was like we have the most titty bars per capita. They have the most Baptist churches per capita. It was like Living Hope Baptist Chirp. Church. Chirp. Why is it? <laughs> it's a church. Life Hope Baptist Church. The hope of love. And like <laughs> every name was just slightly different than the other one. There were some that were mega churches, some that were not so mega churches. So I was just very careful as to what I did and did not say, so as to not anger anybody because I was there for the company. And then the last vendor we visited on Thursday before we flew out, um, we actually he took us to lunch and we we had a prayer right before lunch. He said, "Do you mind if I pray?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm sitting right now. I don't really care." But it was just, it was strange to me. I'm like, we. You don't mix business with this stuff normally. It's just, uh, I don't know. So, but the Southern hospitality thing, it's legit. There's some nice people down there, and they, you know, genuinely nice. They, you know, even if they hate your guts to your face, they're they're sweet as can be. So, you learned something new while you were gone. I did. Yeah, about the butt wiping. Oh my god. Okay, so we already had a conversation about this a little bit because you're shocked that I'm not more shocked, <laughs> but. There is apparently. I'm okay. No, I was shocked that you're not more shocked by this. I was also shocked because of the fact that it happened. There was just so many things that were wrong with this. But having, since we're potty training kids and we're teaching them how to, you know, cleanliness. Well, and I think this is what it goes back to is how you were taught. It has to. I mean, it has. To, it has to be something you learn because obviously it's not. And obviously, I'm talking about something that we haven't talked yeah, about. Yeah, but I'm just. Yeah. I'm prefacing it yeah. with uh, this. This goes back to parenting because remember how you treat. How you potty train is how your child will be forced to think about their bathroom habits for the rest of their life. <laughs> and so when I saw this, it caused me to Google it because I was like, I had to go to the almighty Google, the, the, the big G, um, to figure out if this is actually a capital G <laughs> to figure out this is really a thing or not. And it was about a 50-50 split. So what happened was I we're at a break at the conference. I go ahead and go decide to go use the restroom. I got to take a leak. I walk in there. And I noticed, I, I hear the standard toilet paper noise, the brr, brr, the roll as somebody's unripening, as uh, I'm pulling the toilet paper off the roll. So obviously somebody had just done their business, they're wiping themselves. And I happen to glance down and see the feet pointing the wrong direction. <laughs> they're facing the toilet. And, but I can, I can hear, and this may <laughs> gross some people out or whatnot, <laughs> but I can hear the toilet paper being drugged down the, I mean, you, the, the sounds of wiping, I guess. And like, once again, having potty, tra- being um, potty training kids and whatnot, but just the sounds that you hear. So I, I know this guy's wiping his ass, but he's like he, sticking his head in the toilet, basically. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So obviously he's like kind of in this crouching slash standing position. I'm like, okay, I got to figure this the fuck out. So I go to Google, 
well, well actually let me backtrack there a little bit I, this literally stopped me in my tracks, and I'm staring at this guy's feet for probably, I don't know, three to ten seconds, somewhere in that time frame there. Long enough for somebody else to walk in the bathroom behind me, see me staring <laughs> at some guy's feet, and just kind of look at me like, what you doing? And I'm like, and I look at him, and I'm like, I had no explanation for myself, so I just shot over the urinal, took a piss, <laughs> washed my hands, and got the fuck out of there. Grabbed my phone, go on to Google, and so I, I did some, like, wiping your ass, standing versus sitting. And it is, it's a 50-50 split. Turns out there are some that choose to stand or, or you know, and there's some that choose to stay seated. Obviously, at my shock and awe, I'm one of the people that stays on, on, seated on the throne and takes care of my business. Um, but then there's also the third wheel, which this guy was. Those who choose to stand, spin around, stare at their business that's in the toilet now while they wipe their ass. And then the funny thing was, was reading the reactions to these people like when they found out basically the same reaction I had of what the holy God, what Jesus fuck, what is this? <laughs> when you find out that there's that people stand up to wipe their ass or this other stuff. And it was just, it was weird. And then the funniest one I thought, which, which actually kind of goes back to this whole potty training thing. I want, maybe you can try to theorize this for me. Mm-hmm. There's brothers or siblings. One would be a sitter. One was a stander. Both surprised as fuck that the other one did it the way they did it. How do you explain that one? Is that like, you know, somebody decided to try a different parent potty training method or, you know? <laughs> I would assume it's a different method for, for each. I don't know. Like, I try and go back to, 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 to discern where I got my habits from. And not, I mean, oh, who knows? But, yeah. but what I can tell you is, um, It'll stick with him, because I'm. Fi- this is a grown ass man. From the, from looking at him, if I had to guess his age, he's probably in his mid to late forties, if not early fifties. But think about it. Like when when we were potty training Ezra, you know, we'd have him lean forward and wipe, you know. So that's how he learned to do it. But if you had him had had him stand up for, and I've seen parents do this with their kids, they'll have them stand up and then turn around, you know, kind of do a whole different method. Yeah, you know, but Christ, I mean, I'm sorry. I have a hard enough time sitting in the bathroom with myself, and I'm doing my business because the stench. <laughs> the last thing I want to do is turn around and put my face within, like, you know, a foot perimeter of it. Well, that's okay. How would you like to to pay to have to use the restroom? Where's that at? Uh, apparently, a, a school, a, a Vancouver, Washington mother, uh, is furious. This is this has been. Furious, shared with us as furious as the vancouver washington mom gets she's furious from um her daughter's third grade teacher um making them the kids pay to use the the bathroom at no so plains elementary this is more of a rogue teacher than it is yes. an actual yeah okay so i i yeah i yeah they earn money by the students in the class earn money by doing good things mm-hmm. um and then you can buy treats like popcorn or pizza honestly but, she, but you have to pay the teacher 50 dollars in the pretend money to go to the bathroom at a non-scheduled bathroom break <laughs> well here's what my advice let's say this was ezra mm-hmm. here's what my advice to him would be you gotta go she ain't letting you go Stand up, drop trial in the middle of the classroom, hunker down, plop that shit in the floor. <laughs> Guaranteed, she's not going to do that ever again. <laughs> and I would tell them, too, and if they try to get you in trouble for it, I'll come down there and talk to them. No fucking problem. But yeah, I would tell them to drop a deuce right there in the middle of her fucking classroom, see how much she wants to charge them for that. Because 
I've been around his shits. Ain't nobody wanted you know, <laughs> In fact, he well, used I, to... I, I'm of two minds of this, to, to be perfectly honest, because on well, the one uh, hand, I, I grew up... Uh, my dad did truck driving. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to learn, like, when it is and is not an appropriate time to go to the bathroom. No, and I, I get that. But at the same time, if I had some Taco Bell last night, mm-hmm. and it's a matter of me shitting my pants or me walking into the bathroom and doing what I needed to do... Oh, I didn't finish reading. Hold on. Okay. Looks like the kid did have an accident because she didn't have the money to go. Hold on. Oh, motherfucker. I take it somebody linked you to this, huh? Yeah, uh, on the chat. Cool. The the guy. The guy? The guy. Okay. And so I did something wrong on the chat, and now I can't respond back. (laughs) But it's a video, but what he doesn't know is I can't play videos from my computer that anybody will hear. But um, yeah. I'm reading it. I promise. <laughs> so she had. Oh man! If you want, you can email me the link, and I can play it back oh, here. Oh, see, that's a good idea. Yeah, there you go. Because <laughs> I'm smart like that. <laughs> like I said, we moved the studio recently, <laughs> so not everything is quite connected up here. Pretty soon, we'll actually be able to get Jody to play audio, <laughs> and I'll have everything linked back in. It's still a work in progress, though. I don't even have my big monitor up that I usually have in the center where we can both see, so we can watch the videos together and, and chat so in the notes. Sorry. So, failing. no, that, that that fails all on me. I didn't have time to wire all that shit up today, so there's there's yeah. But I should have thought about it before. I anyway thought about me not being able to wire everything up. No, thought about the fact that I could have just emailed you the link. Okay, that, yeah, that, that's fine. Well, that's I'll have that pulled up here in a second, or not. Apparently, this the guy's given us a pass since we moved to studio today. Today, well, today. <laughs> My knees hurt yeah. so bad. And not from the stuff that normally makes your knees hurt, like fun stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm getting the look. <laughs> that was the stupidest thing you've said in a long time. I'm tired. <laughs> well. All right, so I'm working on pulling up the video here, so let's go ahead and keep going. So she actually had an accident. I'm thinking that I can't read and talk. I'm sorry. You'd think I could, given the job that I've had, but I'm not so great at it. Um... Can't, of course, Evergreen Public Schools says they can't talk about the incident because of student privacy. And they'll investigate as soon as possible. What's there to investigate? The teacher caused somebody to shit their pants. That, that seems pretty self-explanatory, if you ask me. But here, I'll be. Uh, we will have the video come up here in a second. So. All right, let's see if my computer wants to work for me tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, guys. This episode's a little scattered, but we'll, we'll get back to normal stuff next week. I promise. I promise. And I'm not drinking tonight, which is... That, it's probably why everything's going wrong. Yeah. Blake has been talking with a mother and the school district tonight. And Hillary, the money might be pretend. Consequences are pretty real. 
Well, yeah, Shit you know, kids real. are bound to have accidents now and again. The last place they want to have one is at a school. The mom of a third grader here at Mill Plain Elementary School is concerned a teacher's lesson might be doing more harm than good. A reason. Jasmine Aliotti has no problem with her young daughter learning about the value of a dollar in school. Work for your money to earn it, you know, to buy like a little toy or a little squirt gun or a little ball or whatever. But she has a big problem with this. When it comes to a bathroom issue, when a child has to pay money to use the bathroom, that's wrong. That's inhumane. It's, it's, that's a health issue. Jasmine's nine-year-old daughter, Reem, says she had to use the restroom on Thursday. You have to earn monopoly money, and with that money, if you want to go to the bathroom, they charge you $50. It's play money, of course, a teacher's lesson in money management. Reem didn't want to pay and had an accident. When it comes to bathroom, using the bathroom, having to hold her pee, and if she wants to use the bathroom, you make a choice. Okay, if you want to use the bathroom, it's going to cost you $50, but then you don't have money to buy popcorn. What do you think a child's going to do? Embarrassed, Reem had to change her clothes. This is what she did not she came just say that. With. Oh, my yes. God. These were the shorts that she was given That's after she point. had um, peed her pants. Then she says other kids made fun of her. It didn't feel so well because I had to wear boy pants and I did get teased sometimes. Like the boys would tease me. What's it like being teased by the other kids? Not so well. Now Jasmine wants a change. She wants the teacher to stop making kids like Reem pay to use the potty. This is a school. This isn't a jail. This isn't a prison. We send our kids to the school to learn and for to get a good education. While this gets sorted out, Jasmine's advice to Reem is to keep her chin up, focusing on happy things instead of a humiliating experience. And a spokeswoman from Evergreen Public Schools told me that she couldn't talk about this incident because of student privacy, but she did send me a statement, and it says, quote, We were made aware of the situation Friday evening. We will investigate as soon as possible Monday morning. We work hard to ensure the health and safety of every child, and we'll make sure we do not have any classroom rule that prevents that, and we will be following up with the school district. Okay, so... My fucking god! Really? Yeah, I mean, here's here's my problems with this. Should the teacher be charging them money to go to the bathroom? No, that's fucking bullshit. Because it, number one, it's the parents' job to teach the kid how how and when. And, and we have this problem with Ezra. Mm -hmm. It's the parents' job to sit there and say, "No, look, you know what? There are proper times to do this. There are proper times that you should you should do this, and you shouldn't be doing this, and so on and so forth." However, saying that it was a choice between going to the bathroom. Or buying popcorn. Well, what do you think a kid's going to choose? The motherfucker better choose going to the bathroom. I thought that was really ridiculous that she said that. Cause because I, at that point, what, maybe, what are you Maybe that your... child didn't need to learn a lesson that taking care of yourself comes before buying popcorn. Yeah, I mean, and maybe perhaps if you taught the child that, you wouldn't have these people that, you know, should I pay the electric bill this month or keep my iPhone on? Well, I got to have my Facebook. I can't go without my Facebook. So you know, fuck the lights. Well, we, I, you know, I'll, I'll charge this at the Seven Eleven. There, are, so I'm kind of mixed on that because there are. It's a kind of it's a multifaceted thing. There needs to be proper lessons taught onto what is important to take care of in life, i.e., making sure you don't piss your pants in front of a classroom of children. Now, does that make what the teacher did right? No, but the parent could take care of that with the teacher. On a different, you know, on a side note, at a different time, mm -hmm. and the kid never had to piss their pants in the first place. Now, if the kid decided, you know what, 
I'm going to take my chances here, and I'm going to play a little bit of Russian roulette, and I'm going to hope for the best and get this popcorn and wait to the next bathroom break and lost. You know what? That's also an important lesson to learn. If you're going to gamble, you might win. You might piss your pants. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it happens. So, but I actually, I had something similar happen to me when I was in, um, oh, let's see here. It was been fifth or sixth grade because we had a teacher. She would... She wanted us to line up, go out to recess. We go to recess. We line back up, coming back in from recess. Mm-hmm. And her thing was, is that if however long she would give us twenty seconds at the water fountain, mm-hmm. however long she had to count until everybody was was in, was in line, ready, good to go, she deducted that time off the water fountain time. And there were times where it dropped down to the point where we had no water fountain time, middle of summer, hot mm-hmm. days, just been running our asses around the playground, mm-hmm. and she wouldn't let us get a drink of water. Mm-hmm. I came home one day just all pissed off and had a real bad headache and it was just kind of grumpy. You having a problem? I can't get this the thing chat window to pop back up so I can type anything. It's gone. It fucking disappeared. Technical difficulty. I can't believe this shit. Like, I mean, it, I was, I, and then I pushed and it disappeared and now it's gone and I can't do it and I don't know what I have to push and I've never done this damn website before so I don't know. Oh, really? Give <laughs> a chance. I'm not, I'm not dumb. I swear I'm not dumb. <sighs> All right, from now on, I'll know how to fix it. <laughs> but yeah, so the teacher would dock us time and she would, she would dock to the point where we didn't have anything. So I got home and I was pissed off and I had a real bad headache because I was dehydrated. I was dehydrated because I couldn't get any water when I came back in from recess. So I, I, I Grabbed some water. I was drinking it. Took a couple of Tylenol or something like that. My dad gets home and I'm still kind of grumpy. He's like, "So how was school?" I'm like, and I kind of grumbled about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, what happened?" And I explained to him. I said, "You know, basically, it was. I was looking at the point of, I was in line. I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I wasn't met, met fucking around. There was people that were a couple of things behind me. And even if you were, fu- even if you were the cause of the delay, you shouldn't can't be denied water. Well, we'll get to that point here in a second. So. He 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 just, he's looking at me, I and mean, this is an ex-military man, somebody who believes in sometimes you have to do with group punishment. He actually participated in one of those. Have you ever seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah. Where they beat him with a soap and then scrub him clean. Something similar to that. They had a guy that refused to shower, mm-hmm. and so they all grab a bunch of steel wool and, and cover it in soap and toss his ass in a tub and scrub him from head to toe with <laughs> steel wool. And he never missed the shower again. Mm-hmm. So. It's one of those things that he he understands that sometimes the group quote unquote punishment, where if you piss off the group enough to the point where they're going to come beat your ass, mm-hmm. that will take care of itself. He gets that. He understands it. He doesn't necessarily use it, but he he knows that it does work. Um, but still, he also guess what else they learn when they go through the military and the training that he had survival skills. Mm-hmm. So he had government issued data mm-hmm. <laughs> and documents that he being him being the weird guy that he is, he kept the survival guides <laughs> after he left the military. Um, that have stats on how how long you can survive without food versus how long you can survive without water, and then also goes through what what, what it does happens to, you to your with, body yeah. and what you're going to go through, so you know what to expect, and so you can try to figure out how to either thwart this off or how to make your way through it, so mm-hmm. that you can get to the next place where you can get some water. So he takes time off work the next day, comes down to the school, and does this typical burst of the front doors. I want the principal in here. I want the teacher in here. And I want him now. I'm sorry, sir, that can't happen. He's like, I didn't give you a fucking choice. I want the principal in here. I don't want the teacher in here right fucking now. And he just sat there. He's like, I, I got all day. I took the day off from work. I can stay in here as long as you want. So 
you want this over with? Get them in here. So she finally, secretary goes and gets the principal. He comes up there. What's the problem? You know, the whole typical kind of shitheaded principal thing. And that whole, what's the problem? Blah, blah, blah. So my dad's explaining it to him. He's like, the principal, give him credit, was like, she what? She denied them water. My dad's like, yes. He's like, that's not good. My dad's like, no shit, really? <laughs> and so they call the teacher in there. And so the teacher comes in there, and my dad just goes, thunk, and drops his thing, a survival guide, on their desk. He's like, if you would refer to chapter B, subsection 40, and just goes into the whole thing, you'll just stand and notice. And then he just starts laying, fucking, just, just bringing, taking them to church. And then here's, 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 when you, here's what's going to happen to his body. Here's how it's going to do. Blah, blah, blah. And of all the fucking things, you could, it just lays into it. Mm-hmm. Next day, I get to school. New policy. You can drink all the fucking water you want. <laughs> you can get up at any point in time as long as you're not disturbing the class or interrupting the lecture to get something to drink. You can bring a water bottle, which was outlawed <laughs> originally, to school. So, and she'd still gave you a, a, a set amount of time at the fountain so that the kids weren't fucking around. Yeah. But it was enough time that you could quench your thirst or you could fill up your water bottle. Yeah. So I started bringing a water bottle with me to school and... But it was just like, really, in what fucking world would you think that possibly dehydrating a child to the point where they could need medical attention, because that can happen, is the proper way to, quote, unquote, punish or take care of something? And then she had the audacity to tell me, well, if you had a problem with this, you could have just talked to me about it. And I'm like, bitch, I tried. <laughs> Once again, I didn't say it like that. Yeah. You know, but that's why I'm like, no, I did. I came and said, this is bullshit. I'm thirsty. My head hurts. I need something to drink. Can I please give me a drink of water? And you flout, told me, no, and sit back down. So fuck you. I tried talking to you about it. I don't just, I never ran to my parents until I, cause my dad always told me, he's like, you try to, you know, part of your thing is this is school. It's like a job for you. You have to resolve these issues. I can't always come to your defense. However, if you go through these things and they're still fucking you over because you're still at this age, I will come talk to them for you and so on and so forth. And he did. But yeah, you can't, there's certain basic things you can't deny a child or take away from a child just because you want to punish the group. And I, and I understand kids these days, and even when I was in school, fucking shitheads. And a lot of the times the parents don't want to work with you or don't give a fuck, you know, and it's and I can tell this because half the time the jaw hitting the desk when I go into the school, heard my kid fucked up at school, what happened? Mm-hmm. And they look at me and they're like, well, why? Well, I'm like, well, I want you to tell me what's going on. And they go, well, I'm like, okay, well, here's what's going to happen at home. Boom, ba boom, ba boom, ba boom. And they're like, you're going to follow up with this at home? Like, fuck yeah, I am. Like He's when been... Ezra body checked the guy yeah. on Monday. Oh my God. You were gone. Yeah. I get a note and it's what they call a minor incident, which is basically he got a warning and he, they needed to notify the parents. Um, so it's just Ezra's walking through the doorway apparently in some form of line and somebody instead of waiting for their turn in line kind of shoved past him trying to cut yeah instead of just letting him walk past because this was not an issue where it should have mattered at all but because ezra is uber competitive and uber wants ezra, to be the police and and be the you know the, the controller of who's right and wrong instead of letting him pass he decides to kind of block the doorway and in so doing body checks the guy into the door and leaves a bruise on his like kidney area like really bad and Ezra brings home the thing and he's like, he's like, yeah, I got this. I'm like, do you know what you did wrong? He's like, well, I, he shouldn't have cut. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you really need to acknowledge that this was your fault. Like, yeah. this, this really was your fault. And he's like, yeah, it, it kind of is. I'm like, not kind of. It is. is. Yeah. Well, and then he also, the other fucked up part about it too is that he sat there. And I, so I, I called him on when you, when you told me about it. Uh-huh. I chat. I was, I was just kind of having a conversation, chat with him a little bit later. And I finally called him out. I said, "So, 
what happened on Monday at school? And he just gets that, oh, fuck, looking on his face, like, how'd you find out? And I'm like, because I didn't. You didn't? I didn't talk to you about it while no. you were gone. Because it no. wasn't a major enough incident to, to bring you on at that time. Like, yeah. it could be handled when you got home. Exactly. And so he's like, oh, well, you know, he did the same thing. Well, I kind of pushed, I, once again, kind of. I'm like, no, there's no kind of. Either you pushed him or you didn't. You know, own your shit. And then he's like, and, but, but you shouldn't cut. I'm like, dude, you're not the fucking police here. You can't, you can't control this. I'm like, so I don't know what the punishment's going to be yet, but when I figure it out, I will go ahead and uh, let you know what it is. But it's going to start with you getting your ass in the kitchen right now and cleaning the fucking thing from one end to the other. <laughs> and he did. He went in there and did that. Well, to follow up with that, what his punishment is, he's got a, in this whole reorganization, we decided that the TV that was in our room. I decided. You, yeah. I was. I brought it to you because I am the nice one. <laughs> yeah, well, we have now that we're going to be on the bottom floor to ourselves. We have a nice big ass sixty inch TV out in the living room. There's no point for us having another one. That it's kind of pointless. So we're not keeping that. So we gave this. We gave the. T, um, he had a smaller TV for his video games and whatnot in his room. We gave that to the other kids for their movies and whatnot. And we gave him our old TV in his bedroom. So it's it's mounted. It's a flat panel. It's up there. It's nice. The whole thing's all set up. It's not plugged in. And it won't be. <laughs> and it won't be. It's just sitting in his room. It's going to stare at it. I'm going to sit there and go, look, this is something you can use. This is for you to be able to watch stuff while, you know, if, we're, if all the other TVs in the house are jammed up and you want to watch something and you get permission to do so, you can come here and do this. Or you can play your video games. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that was but, awful. But I'm looking forward to giving him the power cord and being like, you know, oh, you did this really good job. Here's the power cord. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's more of a reward system than a punishment system. But I am looking forward to that. I'm going to let him, like, freak out. But, yeah, oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the catch is, though, kid, just, just, just in case you're wondering, you can't use it right now because if you try to, it's not plugged in because you fucked up and you didn't tell me what happened on Monday. And I was pissed, too, because I'm like, I even asked him, like, how was school today? He's like, oh, you know, it was fine. Nothing happened. Oh, well. You smiled there for a second. Something happened. Something funny. Uh, they suggested to plug in the TV and force the TV to play Frozen endlessly. <laughs> His sister does that enough for him already. <laughs> well, I don't know if they can hear it on the through, monitor through the. That thing, might be what they're talking about. The, yeah. yeah, there's music playing because the kids fell asleep watching Frozen, and so it's coming through the monitor. And we can't stop right now to go up there and turn it <laughs> off. So, yeah. Well, if this person would like to call in and chat with us or, or anything like that, 503-609-0375, you can call in and be part of the party here. So there's that. But Anyone's welcome. Anyone's welcome. <laughs> Is well, it working? <laughs> no, it's, it's up. It's here. It, okay. Was that you or him? <laughs> to ask no, that question. I, me. <laughs> I'll say our listeners are getting a little sassy. The way, the way my technical difficulties are going tonight, it would just be my luck. But anyway. Yeah, no, it's up. It's working. So... <clears throat> Yeah, so I no, there's no, there's no excuse for punishing kid via potty or other things like that. So, oh man, is it me or is it getting warm in here? It's a little warm. Okay, we might have to work on that. Yeah, because summer, come summertime, this is not going to be acceptable. If it's this hot now, I can't even imagine how hot it's going to be during the summer. So, yeah. And I didn't get a chance to talk about this last episode, but a girl I went to high school with, she has two daughters. I saw a Facebook post the other day. We're heading to the hospital now in an ambulance. Her heart stopped twice. Whoa. Yeah. Allergy? No. Oh. Um, they didn't know at first. They So they rushed her over to uh, Legacy Randall, mm-hmm. um, Emmanuel Randall's ho- Children's Hospital, 
and they kept her one or two nights for observation. And what it ended up being is, I don't know what caused it to happen, but they said basically it wasn't, her heart didn't actually stop. It just slowed, she's a fainter, basically, is what it came down to. Heart's fine, so on and so forth. But this poor lady was losing her mind for a couple of days, understandably so. And I was just reading, I'm watching this, and I just commented, I'm like, hey, look, you know what? If Jody or I can do anything for you, you know, let me know, because I, I don't even, I can't even begin to fathom what it would be like to sit there and have your kid just, what you think is her heart stopping. Mm. And like, you know, so... <laughs> That was, I, I was, yeah, and then, of course, I think when I read that, too, I was out of town. <laughs> so that's always helpful. Yeah. It's always helpful to sit there and think about it. So, that, you know, then you're like, oh, shit, I just want to hug my kid. And then you're like, oh, shit, my kid's not here to hug. So <laughs> it's never fun. The traveling life ain't all it cracked up to be, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I've been having these moments lately, and it's probably a combination of Trent weaning and Mm-hmm. Everything you know, kind of stressful a little bit, and all well, this. First stuff. off, the answer is no. No, okay. <laughs> not that thought. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, sure. like things are extra scary. Like all of a sudden, oh, like, yeah, yeah. like illnesses and injuries, and like maybe from Trent hurting himself a couple months that ago. That new MERS thing that's going around, and, and the MERS thing, and like the earthquakes that keep happening, and like I've found myself getting more and more and more paranoid. I mean, I'm not usually super anxiety ridden over yeah. stuff like this, but lately it's really bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, it's, it always seems to happen when they're not around, so you can't, like, you know, check on them. And not that, you know, mm-hmm. they're either at, with their, out with your other parents or they're at the daycare or they're wherever, and so you're just not able to actively make sure they're okay. And then you're just like, God damn it. You know, and it, it, for me, it always seems to happen when I'm on the road. Yeah. And so then I'm like, can I FaceTime? Can I make sure the kids are okay? <laughs> we FaceTimed a lot while you were gone, while we were at the park. Yeah. Uh, no, that was home. cool. I enjoyed th- And, you know, the only reason that worked is because of the three-hour time difference. I because know. normally I'm eating dinner when you guys are getting ready for bed because of the whole yep. bullshit with the customers, bullshit with the vendors, you know, yada, yada, yada. Anybody who likes to claim that traveling like that is quote unquote great lifestyle because we do have people at work like oh it's so easy blah 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 blah. and i'm saying no it's not i get up and i I start the day off at like seven o'clock in the morning if i'm lucky i'm off at seven o'clock at night but usually it goes later that because when when you're paying for somebody i have different no 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 no, no, let me let me finish here this part of it's not so bad getting my materials paid for and treating somebody to a good meal that's all fine having Mm -hmm. a longer day that's all fine but having to do all that while still carry the full workload that i would normally carry while i'm in the office or at least attempt to Mm -hmm. if i if i and i and it doesn't happen and they understand that it's not always going to happen because if i always did that i wouldn't sleep because i'd be waking up got awfully early to mm-hmm. catch up all these emails where I'm staying up super late as I've done it before and when I was going off like two and a half three hours of sleep a night I wasn't functioning what I was supposed to be doing when I'm the customer so it's like okay do you want me to focus on this here or do you want me to focus on this there but I can't be doing both and it's that part of the job that's kind of a, a, a sucky thing and they're pretty good about not you know they understand it's more this is more of a, a, a personal thing on my part but it's, it, it's me I've got a job that I'm supposed to be doing and I've been brought up by somebody who was like, you know what? It doesn't matter how shitty it is. If you've got a job to do, be thankful for it and mm-hmm. do the fucking job. Yeah. Just, just do it. So when I have an aspect of my job that slips because of something else, I'm, I beat the shit out of myself because I was like, I, you know, I need to get this done. But at the same time, I can't. So that aspect of it, not so much. Being away from the family a lot, not very fun. Granted, no, there are no, times. No, no, I, I agree with you. I wouldn't want to be gone for a whole week without any i mean it just it would bother me but yeah. but 
the other part of me gets very jealous. No, that you get to go sleep in a hotel room and no, there, there. Like, are... Even though you have still have to get up and all that stuff, like, but just being alone. No, there are there are some times when I get off of Facetime with you and they've and they're like as you're as I'm saying goodbye, it's like a wild banshee screaming in the background. I'm like, and I don't hear that anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that part's kind of cool. I love you too, babe. No, but but I but, I just, but believe I have it or dreams. not, I have dreams. I have dreams. I, I have dreams and aspirations that one day I will go on a business trip and you will be forced to be on Fine. the other end of it, and you will see. You will no, see I get it. What I no, I, I, and I get it and I understand it, and that's fine. I don't, you know, because as as I don't know if the, what's the as masochistic as this may sound, or yeah, yeah masochistic. That's the right yeah, word. As this may sound. While it is cool to get the screaming to stop by pushing that big red end button, mm-hmm. I still miss it. I'm like, yeah. I want to be there helping out. Yeah. I, it's it's the way I've always been. My my father was the same way, and it's probably how I picked up on it. Yeah. But we're not happy unless we're at home taking care of business. And we're at home helping out with the kids. And I'm not saying like I'm depressed when I leave, but I am my happiest when I'm here at home with my core, with my family, which is part of the reason why the divorce was so devastating to me because it was that all of that was ripped out from underneath me. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time in my life, I was like, you know, I couldn't see there being a possibility. All I knew was my kids were being taken away. I wasn't had to have full time with them anymore. So on and so forth. And part of it actually did happen because the stepkids that I had in that relationship, yeah. I was made out to be this evil asshole mm-hmm. that was the root cause of all these problems and not the fact that their mother had her ankles behind her head while I was gone. That had nothing to do with it or at least it was taken, that, t- that took a very minor role and the whole reason that she went seeking this elsewhere was because of the raging dickhead that I am. Even up to the point to where she warned you, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into when she found out you and I were getting together and getting married. Yeah, I got quite the talking to. Yeah, and so five years later, past the point that her and I made it, mm-hmm. just put that out there, you had no idea what you were getting into, so I'm sorry. You know, here I am, me, big dickish me. Yeah, and and I and I don't deny it. I can be an asshole. Yep, you can. I and, can be a but, dick. But see, what I had to learn, and maybe this is more from parenting to relationship. All of a sudden, but <laughs> I, I, something I was so paranoid about being like her uh-huh. that I wouldn't call you on your bullshit. Like Which when is, you uh, were being an oh, ass, yeah, like I, I wouldn't mind it. because I didn't want you to feel like I was like just like her. So I wouldn't say anything, and I got over that a little while ago. And now I just tell you when you're being a complete dickhead, yeah. you generally will at least acknowledge it, mm-hmm. if not fix it. Yeah. And, and you know, I, and normally, and usually when I'm being an ass, I'm not being an ass towards you or the kids. It's normally towards somebody else, but you guys are experiencing it. So that's the part that... Apparently, I didn't even pause before agreeing that you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it happens. So, But, but I'm, I, I'm a, I can be a total bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, you just know, a raving lunatic. Everybody has their, their downfall or downfalls. And, you know, one of mine has always been my quick temper and the fact that I can, I, I can lose it. But nine times out of ten when I'm losing it, there's a tenth time it really fucks no, with me. No, okay, no, no, what, no. Seven, seven, seven out of ten. Seven okay. out of ten times. Seven there's out of ten. a legitimate reason to be upset. Yeah. If maybe not at the level that you are, but at least a legitimate reason to be upset. Well, and you see, normally when I when I get to the level that I am, I have legitimate reasons that may not be known about. Like I've had. No, a, no, no. You have reasons. No, they're no, not legitimate. No, no, no. I'm not. Let me rephrase this because they're legitimate to me in the fact that. The straw that broke the camel's back that sent daddy over the edge or sent the husband <laughs> over the edge was built up all because of the other things. 
those are legitimate reasons that frustrate me. It's not legitimate for me to lose my shit in front of the family. There's a, there's a difference. Yeah. And I see that. And so when I, there's times when I pick up on that on my own and I'll stop it. And there's other times where you look at me and you just give me that look. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go over here now. I'm going to bang on a pipe for a while. I'll come back anyway. I'm not pissed off anymore, but I've been able to pick up on that. And I was working on that when my ex and I were together and I was working on that before that. I've been fully aware of this since I beat the shit out of the kid at the playground who didn't speak English, but he had one of those little cuss word button things and he would push it and they would say, fuck you. And then this, that event, he understood enough English for me that I said, no. Right. And he kept doing it, kept doing it. And he was and I had, I was having a really bad day. It was like in fifth grade and he kept doing it. And finally I, and I said, no again. And he goes, see, and I said, no. And I said, otherwise, and I pointed at the bark chips and I picked one up and I pointed my mouth at I made a chomping noise and I pointed at him. Uh, so basically, I'm going to make you eat the fucking dirt <laughs> if you do that again. He did. And so I, t- I took off after his ass, tripped him, slammed him to the ground, opened his mouth up, buried it in the bark chips, slammed it shut. And then this is in fifth grade. It was in fifth grade. I lost my shit in fifth grade. But I, I part of it is, too, is because I had... I'm uh, giving him a disapproving mom glare you right are, now. You are. And, I, and I'm not saying it was right. The, awfully proud of it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying this is where I kind of I caught on to it. Where it was the aha moment that if I don't control this much, and I start kind of sound like you know you know Bruce Banner in the hole here. If I don't learn how to control this rage, I'm going to become this. I'm going to become this thing that people don't want or that would say that I am. Um, so that happened. But it was funny. The fist fight. My mom almost got into afterwards when the lady came over and started chewing on her about it because it was the babysitter. And the babysitter came over and started yelling at my mom about the fact that her, my, her kid beat up the thing. And I had already and I had already explained the whole thing to her. I said, "Hey, look, I lost my shit. I did. He, I said I did this, but here's what he was doing." And my mom goes and she starts yelling at the lady. And my mom's like, "Bitch, back up. Just shut up for a second. She said, "No, hold on. You need to listen to me." Because the lady was I mean, the lady was saying some foul stuff in Spanish. We we knew enough Spanish to know when it was the, the foul things were being said. <laughs> and so she goes. She just said, my mom said, one moment. She's like, look in his pocket. So the lady goes in his pocket, and she pulls this thing out, and she looks at it, and she's kind of confused. My mom's like, push one of the buttons, please. Push the button. Fuck you. <laughs> and she's like, she goes, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> she hits another one, and it says another thing. She, and I, at this point, I don't know what she said to this kid. All I know is it was really bad Spanish. As it, like just really like, yeah. oh, my God. And then... For, as far as I could see, all the way back to his apartment, she is just meleeing this child. She, I don't. She was wearing a dress, and somehow she a belt came out. I don't know where the fuck this belt. And it was like a leather belt you'd wear on pants. I don't know where it came from because she was in a full on like sundress, but she had like I'm not sure she just kept one like in a holster somewhere or something like that, or maybe it was a belt from her holster. But she starts just whipping this kid, and then she as she's walking away, she's like. Don't worry, I'm taking care of this now, and his dad will take care of it later. I'm like, oh fuck, dude, I'm sorry. Because not only did you just get your mouth buried into bark dust by my little stupid ass, um, your babysitter, which I happened to be like his aunt or something like yeah. that, but it was a Hispanic family, was was, was just meleeing you, and then your dad's gonna go home and give you a good old fashioned, you know, Spanish ass whooping. Yikes! Because I and, and I say that because knowing a, Spanish, a very strict Spanish like Catholic family, I know what their punishment style is, and I know what it entails, and it's not fun. It's no, it's no bueno. No, pardon the pun. But. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I I got into a couple couple fights at school when I was yeah. young. And see so that in high school, I I ended always up, in defense of other people. Always. Well, I, and I did that always. once too. There was there was in a fourth grade. There was some some kids that were making fun of a kid with Down syndrome. 
beat them. Just oh, beat them. Yeah, I, I went good. I went pretty hardcore on them. And it was actually worked out. The timing was perfect because it, I, I kind of came off as a badass the day before <laughs> because I'd been swinging. And typical boy-girl bullshit where people, whatever, for whatever reason, I don't remember how it all it came into play, but this girl was dared or she was pissed off me or something. But basically it came down to she was to kick me in the nuts. Her friends and her decided the justifiable punishment for whatever it was, <laughs> was I needed a good swift kick in the nuts. She, Probably accurate. It might be. <laughs> She was wearing pointy-toed cowboy boots that day. <laughs> I'm on the swing. Bell rings for recess. I'm in the middle of like all the upward arc of the swing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I jump out like Superman style, right? Mm-hmm. And as I'm coming down, so you get the full force of my body with gravity pull on it coming down. She puts on like a soccer style kick straight up. And her nuts and the point of my, or my nuts and to the point of her toe of that boot collide as I hit the impact on the ground. And I swear to God, I felt them like lob into my throat and then fall back down again. And I sit there, I go okay, thank you. And I strut off into the thing. And all the boys in the playground are like, did you just... And so... <laughs> I've been told that a swift kick in the nuts is never justified. <laughs> I'm going to more or less agree with that guy. That's like a cunt punt. You just don't do it, you know? I mean, <laughs> I've had that done. Yeah. It hurts no matter what for both ends. I mean, it's... But I did have the... And I ended up finding a place to go hide later and, and, and kind of like, you know, do the whole stomach ache. Try not... Well, not... Girls I don't, know. No, no. But there's so many girls that don't believe this. You get a good swift kick in the nuts and a good one, and instantly you want to throw up. I mean, it's like there's a nerve connected from your ball sack or your nuts to your stomach, and you're just like... Mm. So I went to the corner and made sure I didn't like, you know, lose my lunch. But so, I, but it was those experiences that I knew I needed to control my temper and be a hothead. So in high school, I ended up becoming being looked at as a loner because I went out of my way to avoid these situations because... I knew that if I flipped out enough, I'm going to end up hurting somebody or doing something really stupid. And the couple times that I did <laughs> did do it in high school, never actually happened at the school, but it happened with other people outside of high school. I scared the fuck out of my mom one time and felt really bad for that. And it wasn't because I wasn't going to hurt her, but she just realized how strong I was when it happened because as I was chasing this kid down because I was going to tear him apart, she is on my back. It got me in a headlock and she's trying to slow me down. And I jumped off the front porch that Stark Street house. So saying all this, to go back to... Temper control and, yeah. you know, realizing that I can be an asshole. And I see that in the kid. I see that with Ezra. He can. Well, and so what I told him when he brought that thing home, like, I'm honestly, this sounds like something your dad would do. Yeah. Somebody was trying to cut him off in traffic and he blocked him. You know, like it just it's so much like yeah. what your dad would do. It's ridiculous. And it's not a good thing. Yeah. It's the kind of thing you don't want to do just because somebody else gets away with it. And are you are you guys are friends now is that helping you become friends with people and more you know liked in your classroom no mm-hmm. it's not nobody wants to be around you when you do that sort of thing mm-hmm. and you already have it bad coming in halfway through the year and all that yeah and he's like okay yeah but he's been better so even with tempe and he tried to do i mean we've already mm-hmm. talked about this he did try to kind of pass the buck on this one too yeah and I'm like, I've seen you do it to your sister. I know exactly what you did. Yeah. Because you, you don't want her to be first, or you think that she's trained to pass you, and that's not fair, as so you're going to school it. And yeah. So, yeah, no, I get it. And so that's why, and I, that's why I've always had some really good talks with him, too. I've always been, because I'm very aware of that, and I see him, a lot of him in me, or a lot mm-hmm. of me in him. And so I'm always like, hey, dude, look, seriously. I get this. I get that you get mad. I get to get frustrated. These things are going to happen. We can't, but we can't react in this manner. We have to find a more suitable route for your aggression. Or so, for, why do you get kicked in the nuts so much? Like the kids, other kids. 
when you were a kid? I only it only happened twice to me. It was only and one time it was an accident, and one time it was the girl who was pissed off. So no, but you get hit often in the with the oh, kids and stuff, just, and like that's just normal stuff that happens, right? It's the right height when you're fighting with him, like you know Tempe who wanted to be. You know, doing camping like we were, and yeah. she's got a wild fist, and it just happens to be at the right height. Still not as bad as my sister did my dad. I mean, she got him pretty good one time. She went to kick him in the ass and ended up slipping through it, and she was a, it was a hard kick, too, to the point where he just rolled off the couch. Because he was bent, he lived in wrestling and playing, so then he like, he dove on the couch and buried his head in the couch, was yeah. like hiding from her. And he's like, ah, and she's like trying to get him, and he's like, he kept his head down so she couldn't get to his face, and it pissed her off, and so she was gonna kick him in the ass, slipped right on through and pegged him, and he just from the couch to the floor, <laughs> and it's like, I just couldn't talk. And she felt so bad. Oh, sure. Oh, she started crying. And then, of course, he had... Like when Trent hit my nose right after my Mm -hmm. surgery? Oh, my God. Well, then she started crying and and he was trying to console her because mom mom was at home. She was at work. And so it was just us. So here's dad trying, you know, to deal with the fact that his nuts just got blown out. And (laughs) and also trying to make Joy not feel so bad about it. a couple weeks ago trying to explain to Ezra that your nuts could actually explode? Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) And he's like... He went pale, like he went pale, <laughs> like he went like to the, all the blood drained every, straight out. Every of his man face. does when you find out that that's a thing. That's a thing. Well, you then can when do you, that when you find out that it doesn't take much pressure to actually do it. If it's if it's consistent enough amount of pressure, it's not. Very, I mean, it's like squeezing a grape. You could do it. It's ouch. That would suck. It's but it's also like the probably as pills I got when I found out that you can actually twist your nuts around each other inside uh-huh. the sack. Because oh, that's that's actually more common. Yeah, that happened to my friend's little brother. Or break the blood vessels inside mm-hmm. so that it's that your 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 weenie is crooked. Yeah, break your penis. You can actually break. You your can penis. break your penis. Yeah, it's not a bone; it's a vessel. It's those little yeah you know, the tissues yeah. of the tubes. And, yeah, yeah I, I, actually, there was an article about this last week. They were talking about it. They were like, yeah. Yeah, so you can you, you have Gonzo's nose for a day. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but I, yeah, I, when I found out, my, cause my buddy was telling me that his brother was at home from school for a couple of days because he was all drugged up, and I'm like, what the hell for? And he went to do an overhand, I guess they call it like a scissor kick in mm-hmm. soccer. And when he did that, it just it created the right amount of, it's like spinning a top, I guess, and boom, 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 they wrapped around each other, and his nut size swelled up, or the sack swelled oh. up like the size of a grapefruit, so they had to rush him to the ER, and... They had to do a quick surgery to You should never be comparing it. large fruits with... The shoe fits. So So the recent injury that the kids keep giving me? Mm-hmm. Boob bruises. They keep putting their elbows in my boob to like push to like off leverage you or, off me. Yep, yep. And the elbows right in the... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And it feels like a giant bruise. Right in the tit meat. Yeah, but there's no like discoloration. It's not like it looks like a bruise. It just feels bruised. It's one of the worst kind of bruises. It's the <sighs> internal bruise that no one sees and nobody believes you about. But when it gets squeezed, you're like, ouch. Exactly. And yeah. then I have you constantly. <laughs> I like boobs. What can I say? It was nice having you gone for a couple of days because I felt like unmolested. <laughs> <laughs> you felt unloved is what you felt. <laughs> well, Trent's not breastfeeding, and he exactly. still asks, and he still like puts his hand down my shirt. But he tries to get a little something. Oh Even tonight, when I laid him down for his bedtime, he was like, "He's like, mommy." I'm like, "Yes, honey." He goes, "I love you." I'm like, "I love you too." He goes, "Booby." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> no. no. He's like, "Snuggle." <laughs> <laughs> So now he just snuggles he, he just snuggles he just yeah. puts his head on it and he just kind of like Which, he rubs we're his gonna have to, back and forth. We're gonna have to work with him on that one because he really needs to understand that no means no <laughs> before he hits his teenage years. <laughs> Otherwise, we're gonna spend a lot of time with him and in a lot of bad trouble. <laughs> so 
Gotta get that one worked we just out have pretty to quick. teach Tempe no in general. <laughs> she starts saying no. She's so swayable. Like yeah, like she wants to please everybody. Yeah, like I, she, you know, the old standard would you jump off a cliff if everybody else was doing it, and, and she'd be like, it. "Yes, let's go." <laughs> Where's my bathing suit? Why didn't you tell me about this sooner? <laughs> so wow. I'm a little worried about her. And how do you teach kids to not? I mean. Other than, by example, not going with the flow, you know, going, mm-hmm. being a sheep yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do you, what do you do? What do you do to teach them to not do that? You just got to keep working on it. Same thing we had to do to get her to stop cussing like a sailor. True that. <laughs> that took, what, it's all three months? <sighs> Longer than that. And now she chews me out for how I... <laughs> Mommy, I think you said a bad word. Yeah. But at least she's grasped the concept <laughs> yeah. now. Well, now she asks me if things are bad words. She'll mm-hmm. go, Mommy's dumb a bad word. I'm like, it's a mean word, but it's not It's not a bad word. You mm-hmm. can say it, but don't don't yeah. be mean about it. Don't yeah. say it about people. Yeah. Okay. Because so, Ezra had that whole fate. Well, it's Still does. going through that That's phase. That's so dumb. <laughs> or like he'll just go through phases where it's a different <laughs> word each time. So sometimes it's, uh, for a couple of weeks, it'll be everything is dumb. Yeah. For a while, everything Creepy. is stupid. Creepy. creepy creepy that was the the off the wall one because he would say that's creepy about everything, everything. including things that were in no way creepy mm-hmm. it's so creepy how the sky is blue on some days and and gray on others mm-hmm. really uh, how's that it's creepy kid? creepy yeah and then he went through weird something weird mm-hmm no, it's not really weird. It's kind of how the world operates. Basically, he's having the same problems, problem that Alanis Morissette had when she wrote the song Ironic. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Those situations aren't really ironic. It's a shitty situation, but there's nothing ironic about that particular well, we, situation. We so. always say that damn line from Princess Bride. I, I do not think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> and he just looks at us like we're totally nuts. Well, he gets it a little more now that he He's watched so the movie. Seen the and, movie well, yeah. he had seen it before. He, but I know, but it's been a young. while. Yeah. So, no, yeah, it's 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 entertaining. So, I, no, yeah, no, yeah, I know. No, I, yeah. I, it's sorry, it's been a long day. I know, but I like to. Um, yeah, thank. <laughs> my vocal tics. I got it. I understand. <laughs> so. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we wrap oh, the show up tonight? God, no. My feet hurt so bad. Okay. Well, oh, and I apologize. I keep... I'm still experimenting with the microphone, so I keep moving. I'm sorry. Yeah. So what we need to do here is you need to queue up your creative cussing word of the week. The book is behind you on the shelf there. <laughs> and while she's doing that, I will just remind you all again. Well, actually, not remind you, but first of all, well, thank you all again for listening to Bad Parenting Podcast. We can be found online at bat- www.badparentingpodcast.com. If you would like, you can send us an email. If you've got any show topics, notes, comments, whatever, to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter at, at badparentpcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, um, any of the regular podcast aggregators. If you would be so kind as to leave us a review, maybe a rating. Um, please, just, please, 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 Venus, please. Or if you would like, you could also call in and leave us a voicemail. Um, the line that we use for live call in during the show also works for leaving us voicemails and or shooting the show text messages. That number is 503-609-0375. So, babe, what is the uh, creative cuss word of the week? Chicken shit, ball sweat. Chicken shit, ball sweat? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I, I like that one. Chicken shit, ball sweat. Okay. Well, with that, if you have truly have nothing else to say here. Um, 
Are you? Somebody's saying we don't have any ratings. I know we have ratings we on have, iTunes. We we do on iTunes, but you have to get over a certain threshold to actually have it actively say you have ratings. Mm. But if you dig for them and look, they are there. Um, Somebody should fix that. Yeah, like perhaps leave us a rating. You know, if, uh, and I know, we, I, I know we've got at least like you know fifteen listeners. I settle for a bad rating <laughs> at this point. <laughs> so maybe if our listeners were doing their jobs, no. <laughs> so, anyways, with that, this is Justin saying, "Try not to be shitty parents." Peace out. This one goes out to all the pretty young ladies out there in pretty young lady land. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? I just want you to just peep over your shoulders, honey. You see? Now let's get it understood. Oh, yeah. That I'ma treat her real good. Oh, yeah. And I'ma love her all my life. Oh, yeah. And keep her flooded with ice. Oh, yeah. Now just take my hand. Oh, yeah. Use my woman, I'm your man. Oh, yeah. Now you the one that I done chose. Oh, yeah. And I don't love them other hoes. Oh, yeah. Now make them niggas understand. Oh, yeah. You already got a man. Oh, yeah. You need a player that's strong. Oh, yeah. And that'll never do you wrong. Oh, yeah. And if them boys try to touch. Oh, yeah. You should kick them in the nuts. Oh, yeah. Cause them titties just right. Oh, yeah. Make a player wanna bite. Oh, yeah. Cause I'm your one and only lover. Oh, yeah. And we don't have to use a rubber. Oh, yeah. Now look what we done did. Oh, yeah. Messed around and had some kids. Oh, yeah.
just backseat ride. Oh, yeah. You know, nigga, you drive. Oh, yeah. With two freaks inside. Oh, yeah. So we with the big time. Oh, yeah. You better warn your baby mom. Oh, yeah. Cause Boo and Gotti causing problems. Oh, yeah. So just, just back up off. Oh, Here it goes.